Welcome. You're listening to Vibes Radio live from Amsterdam. With today's guests, Ramsey Neville and Kai William. Let's get started. Welcome, guys. Uh, really good to have you all the way from New York, from Brooklyn, correct? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, Rafi today, here I am. Next to me is my co-host, Milan. How are you doing? I'm all good. Excited to give the guys from uh, the States, which are giving a platform to the minimal deep tech scene. It's like... Awesome to have you I think you're the only guys who are like, doing this, so... Yeah, excited to talk to you. Super excited. Um, yeah, let's let's just start off uh, for you two by introducing yourselves. Uh, where are you from? We know you're from Brooklyn, but tell us a bit about yourselves. Yeah, uh, so I'm Ramsey Neville. Um, originally from Seattle, Washington area. Um, moved to New York City a few years back. Uh, kind of the rest is history. Um, yeah, that's me. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> when they move here, they they don't like to move away. It's so great here. Um, yeah, and my name's Kyle, or I go by Kai. Um, I've lived in this area pretty much my whole life. Um, got into this like sort of minimal deep tech sound not very long ago at all. I think maybe six months ago now. Like we, we, we had our first release on the label like six months ago. Mm -hmm. And me and Ramsey, it's funny, we had the same manager um, when I was making uh, like Tech House with a duo and he, we, we just got introduced to each other and then eventually decided that you know, I was going to go off solo and my partner was going to do his own thing. And then we just linked up and we started Andera and it's been a, a really, really fun time. And we've seen a lot of early success and just been super blessed to meet like a lot of awesome people, especially mm -hmm. from, you know, your guys area where it's really like, you know, you guys at Amsterdam scene is really fueling this minimal sound right now. You know, I think I've sure, yeah. that. Yeah. So it's cool yeah. that we can we could bring that sound to here because we love it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we're, we're drawing so much inspiration now. We're watching all these, you know, crazy live streams coming from Amsterdam and, and kind of all over Europe. Just this yeah. minimal sound is amazing. So, um, yeah, I mean, we when we first met, we actually, funny enough, we got on a couple tracks together and they were more in like the, the techno space. Um, so, you know, how times have changed since <laughs> since we yeah. first started working on some stuff. We together. developed the sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys obviously started a label, which is a big deal. Uh, mm -hmm. It's very interesting to me because we're thinking about that as well a little bit uh, but it's of course a whole different world uh, tell us about it oh wow uh, we're still learning uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny it's like every day I wake up and you know you learn something new and I, I just even now uh, I still feel like I really don't know what I'm doing and we're kind of just going through the motions and you know we uh, the thing I like the most about the minimal deep tech scene is especially is everyone in this scene is super friendly and very collaborative and they all want to give you all the help they can and, and provide all these resources and help you, you know? So we've been very fortunate to have like mentors and stuff from all these different labels, um, you know, give us a help and sense of, of direction. And I think one of the biggest things why I wanted to start it was because um, I, I didn't like the way I was getting treated by some of the other labels or um, I felt like they weren't putting the artists first. And I feel like a lot of labels put themselves first, but you know, when you do it the other way around, you then have the artist bought into you. Um, they're going to want to release you again and usually you have a better outcome in the end. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and uh, kind of like Kyle was saying, it's, you know, we, we 
are learning so much as we're going. Like, there's really not just one place to start when you're working on a label. It's like, we think we know enough to kind of get things going, and then I'll, then you learn something new that you didn't know before. You know, it's like when you're putting out a release, there's you know like a checklist of things that you kind of need, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh wait, we should probably be promoting our music here, or we should be doing promos yeah. through this service. It's just you know, we're learning so much like as we're going, and I mean, obviously That's now. That's the way to do it, man. Yeah, yeah, and and looking now from from where we were even six months ago, yeah. it's I mean it's a world of difference in, in how organized we've become because it kind of started off like oh no we're super organized we got this and then I <laughs> looking even, now from then yeah it's total different. I, I think even a month ago before <laughs> we put this VA out, oh yeah, we have just learned so much, man, um, and it's never ending, and that's why we like this so much. You there's just you can never know it all, man. Yeah. So did you guys start this label, just the two of you already? Did you have already a community of artists around you that you thought, okay, these are cool for this label to release? How, how did that happen? I, um, so Ramsey actually had the label up and running before I met him, but he only had one release and had not really done it. How long was it? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I started it like, I don't know, I guess a, a year ago, I just to re like a way to get one of my own tracks up on Spotify. And then like, I didn't have a plan to actually, you know, kind of turn it into a proper label and then Kyle came along and was like dude this is an awesome brand like let's turn it into something um you know because and he's really been the driving force here kind of pushing into creating this into the real label that yeah it is what now. I wanted to do really is I, I kind of took a look at the industry and I was like okay well let's take a look at how all these guys made it so big so like we always use these guys the pip guys as the, like the example right and yep. like yeah the reason why they do so well to me is because if you if you notice they kind of are a collective right so they really only are releasing each other and maybe they'll get a remix or maybe a new artist here and there but then they're also going ahead and, and like releasing with each other on other labels so if you notice they're always releasing together so my idea was let let me go out and find some new talent um and and find some guys who have never released before and we we have a plan to just you know have them remix the eps just keep releasing them and what we're open to bringing new artists on obviously you always want to keep an open mind but we kind of want to build a collective style um, so yeah, before this, um, if you take a look at the VA, actually, um, I didn't, and he didn't, we didn't know, I would say 80% of the guys on there. And now we just have, it's just a, like a family now. And mm -hmm. we'll talk a little later in the show about the upcoming releases, but yeah, yeah for sure. We really, we mm -hmm. had like a little bit, like we had a little fan base in New York city, you know, but not, not like what we have now. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's cool too, because, um, I mean, I feel like kind of what Kyle was saying, giving other artists a platform to release, you know, their creativity and their music to the world is it's it's added like a new perspective on just the entire scene in general for for both of us and um i mean just yeah just having that platform to give to people and 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 go as as we're releasing um we're meeting so many new people that we didn't realize the scene was kind of this big in the u.s but because there, there aren't that many labels kind of doing it here stateside yet um so as we've kind of been digging deeper we're like oh wow there's you know tons of artists that are creating like really, really talented guys um in the u.s and kind of the entire world that haven't been given that platform yet. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's been exciting to just meet all these these guys that are just passionate about the same thing. Um, and and that's, I think, been one of the more rewarding things so far is really just yeah. meeting all these like-minded folks that are creating amazing music mm -hmm. yeah. in this scene. So, yeah. But how did you guys like scout new guys for the label? Um, Probably goes honest, in so many ways. Yeah, no, honestly, the best way was our Instagram. So. Mm. I went on Instagram and I, I was literally uh, page hopping. So I would find one person I liked and I'd be like, this is cool. And I would see who was interacting with their posts, like comments and likes. And I, I kept seeing like a group of people commenting on each other. I was like, oh, let me reach out to these guys. 
Uh, didn't ask for music right away, because I think another thing that's important to the label that a lot of people overlook, uh, we kind of treat it like a, like a business, right? So like, you don't want to sure. hire someone just because they're good at something. Everyone, yeah. you guys know, like everyone can make music nowadays. But we want to make sure they're good people too. And they're, they like, they have the same vision as us and they're just genuine, nice people. Um, mm -hmm. So just a lot of messaging back and forth and asking them, like, do you have any friends or like, just like going on their followers and just going on their pages. It, it, it was a lot of time and it took a, a long time to find these guys that uh, really had never had releases before that, are, that were talented. So, yeah. And it's, um, it's, um, you know, it's, it's been a thing where we really want to find guys that represent the brand and, and represent, you know, just good quality character just in general, because I feel like, you know, a lot of labels will just kind of put out as much music as they can get their hands on. And that's kind of about it. But we wanted to create this kind of community of, of people, of good, good people just in general that, um, you know, share the same values and really, uh, you know, reflect this, this brand that we're building as opposed to just being like, hey, we're just going to release anybody that, you know, comes along. And yeah. so that's kind of where we focused in building this kind of core group of folks. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting, man. Yeah. Very interesting. And we're, we're very interested in, in what you're talking about, kind of the brand that you're trying to build and kind of the ethos of the label. And we're going to talk about that in a bit. But what I really am interested in, uh, because we actually both lived in New York for a little bit, uh, oh, nice. we're interested in what's going on in the house scene in New York, because you talked about it a little bit. It's lagging. It's a little bit behind Europe. You know, it's, it's I mean, New York is the center of culture in the world. So why is the minimal deep tech house scene not popping up just yet i think and why are you guys going to change that <laughs> <laughs> no i think like you guys said we're always a year behind you guys you know and um as you, you know you see it's all popping off over there and we're just doing our best to bring those those guys here we, we want to we th we're throwing events um, we have some things planned once everything opened back mm -hmm. up some really cool concepts in mind uh, with some great artists and stuff. So I, I think just like a lot of people over here just don't know about the music to be completely honest with you. Mm -hmm. It's a very, um, uh, like Fisher tech house style, like it's mm -hmm. super popular here. Yeah. Um, and, and techno, techno. And almost te EDM basically. Uh, even, yeah. And Deep, I think is really popular as well. And yeah, yeah. Deep is huge. Yeah. That's actually, it's funny you say it. that's the music that made me get it so into this stuff. Oh, and that's sure. what I used to make a long time ago. <laughs> but, um, yeah, a lot of people don't, uh, they just don't know about it here. And like mm -hmm. Randy said, techno is huge here. Yeah. There are some fantastic techno promoters here and they're bringing like, Oh yeah. The, te the techno and like all yeah. these huge artists and stuff like that. So yeah, the techno scene here, uh, I'd say that and kind of the kind of big tech house and then also a little bit more of like the Anjuna sound or like the more dominant, you know, sounds mm -hmm. in this area. Um, and I think, it's just a matter of not being exposed to the minimal scene quite yet. Like, uh, yeah. you know, once, once more of these events start popping up, I mean, people have loved everything so far in the minimal space that's been, been done here in New York. And so I just think getting more exposure to it is just going to make it blow up. I mean, it's, yeah. it's going to be huge. Yeah. So, yeah. How are you guys planning on changing that? I mean, how, how, what, do you guys have any plans? Like obviously you're doing events, which I'm really excited mm -hmm. to see more of as well. Um, but do you have any, any plans for how we're going to take this scene to the next level in New York? Yeah, I think um, we, we really want to build this community more than anything. And uh, we have like, we're trying to be more, um, yeah, like a community, like I just talked, we would like to do like more producer, like tips and tricks and stuff like that. Cause I mean, as you guys know, majority of the scene is, is DJs and producers, right? So like, yeah, that's what we really need to focus on. Your average person is not just going to listen to this stuff. This is really like, artists in mind type stuff so like doing things like 
production, maybe production classes. Um, we started to, we kind of got off track because of COVID, but we started to get like um, track breakdowns from our, our artists and stuff like that. And like trying to give certain things away, doing sample packs, stuff like that. And just pushing out the sound specifically in this area. I mean, other than that, it's kind of like, we're just going with the flow. And we do think events will really help once that gets back up and going. Like we had a whole party series planned. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was, I think it was five, five, five different guys. And there's still a possibility. Yeah, I don't want to say who or anything because uh, well, we want to announce it all at once. Yeah. But um, there's some very nice names on there, which we're very, very mm-hmm. excited about. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's really going to be, you know, getting it, getting it going here is going to be kind of getting it started from the ground up. Like there's been little kind of one-off events, but I think making it a consistent thing that's happening here where there's minimal available every other weekend or whatever it is, like making it where people can get their hands on this stuff more often i think is really what's going to build the scene here um because i mean it's ripe for it I, yeah. pe- people are going to love it and i mean it's not like it hasn't been here like there is mm-hmm. people like resolute and like aftermath and stuff like that that's more like romanian minimal stuff but in terms of like you know this like deep housey minimal like more like stussy and like toman those guys stuff like that like yeah. that's very very new here yeah. yeah yeah um what i'm wondering of course we talked about it a little bit uh, you mentioned it there's a pandemic going on <laughs> uh, and it's a difficult time for artists and for everyone that loves events and music because there's nothing to do when it comes to live music. Uh, what have you guys been up to in the pandemic? Uh, have there been a lot of music producing? So uh, obviously yeah, the lockdown, it kind of sucks, but I think like the, <laughs> the best part about that is all this extra time you have to produce. And I can hear it yeah. in Ramsey's music. I can hear it in, and everyone on the label's music, mm-hmm. just like how much better they've gotten. It's almost like they took a whole year's worth of, of progress and put it into these three small months just because there's, there's all this extra time, you know. We're not staying out till 6 o'clock in the morning DJing and, and being at different events and networking. Now we're actually able to sit down focus with a clear mind and not be super tired uh, from all the events. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just heard like insane progress from everyone. Oh, yeah. I mean, my, 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 I've gotten, I think, about six or seven releases signed in the past couple, like two months since this all started. You know, Ramsey got a couple signed too and I've sorted a bunch of the guys. So mm. it's just been a lot, a very productive mm-hmm. time in terms of music production. And I think that goes for pretty much everyone in this. Yeah. Scene. And I think, I think that kind of coupled with uh, doing, you know, some live streams here and there. And then also, like, we've, we've had the opportunity to take kind of more time to take a bigger look at Endera and the way that kind of we want to take things and, like, like do some more long-term planning and strategy. And I think that's something that we might not have had the chance to do as often, you know, if this, if this wasn't going on. So I think that's been a huge plus is that we've had the time to really sit and mm-hmm. strategize and then come up with some new concepts and um, just, you know, network with more artists and, and kind of build that community a bit more because people have more time to talk also. So it's good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. that community has, has been fostered more so than if like everybody, like I was saying, was going to events all the a time, DJing all the time. A lot of collaboration, which I mm-hmm. love to see. I'm curious, man, because how did you guys go to clubs when you guys were 18? Because everything is at 21 plus in the States. It's so... We didn't. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> no, no I news. mean, no, not for me, actually, believe it or not. And I'm not just saying that because we're on the radio. But <laughs> okay, uh, okay. I, I went to, there was one event. So I, when, I, when I was 18, I was working for an energy drink company as like a, a brand ambassador. And uh, this is in the Seattle area. And they had this big rave called Freak Night. Um, this was in like uh, 2007 or 2008 or something like that. And it was like Paul Oakenfold and uh, like the Chemical Brothers and guys like that. Wow. So that was my first exposure to the electronic music. Mm-hmm. But that was the only time I went when it was pre-21 years old. Yeah, this is all pretty uh, pretty new to me. Like I've only been producing for a year and a half now. 
Um, mm-hmm. You've been crushing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of time, just a lot of time. And yeah. do you also think like that is that is a reason that people get in touch with house music at a re- relatively late age? Like, because compared to the Netherlands, we're like listening house already at 14, 16. Yeah, I just think it's yeah. more like just ingrained in your culture. Uh, it's just yeah. more. It's, this is like very. I don't say new music here. It's just it's definitely becoming a lot more popular now because even at the regular like bars like that aren't associated with dance music you'll hear them playing like just tech house or just house music now where mm-hmm. back even four or five years ago it was oh, all yeah. hip-hop mm-hmm. all the time well which we're big hip-hop we love hip-hop yeah. too like yeah. we yeah. love that stuff but it's my first love yeah <laughs> but um it's cool like you know you see a lot of people that are just even slowly starting to convert to like this music like yeah i'd say i mean th- there's kind of that evolution um kind of what what kai was saying is is it starts off people get into you know the entry-level stuff like the edm and then there's like the the big room tech house the big party stuff that you hear at kind of more mainstream clubs and then you know some people would say that oh like they don't have taste in it but i I think it's a lack of exposure really like you know there's just less commonplace exposure like i know when i was over at ade last year on the radio in every single car is house music like like good house music not like generic you know trash house music so it's kind of like here the only stuff most people are exposed to is kind of that like high level you know pop house kind of garbage stuff but then as they get as they get more interested in it then it like leads them kind of down the rabbit hole of uh of finding out about kind of the 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 good stuff but that also it does happen a bit later like you said because people kind of start going out later and so there's kind of an exposure thing that happens a lot later it's than, a journey yeah, it's man, a musical it's, journey it's like about the exposure like we have a saying in the netherlands it's like uh, what the farmer doesn't need he, uh, what the farmer doesn't know he doesn't need <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah that's true exactly yeah. and that's funny you make that point about you guys are in it so young so we have a couple guys from the from the netherlands obviously artman's on the label but the two other guys uh mm-hmm. creature and million yeah um they're 19 man and like I had no idea. Yeah. Like you listen to their production, and it sounds like they've been doing this. Well, they have. They've been doing it since like thirteen <laughs> yeah. years old. Since they were born. But probably. like to me, it's like holy crap! These guys are nineteen making music like this. So it sounds like they're like to us. Oh. Someone would be like twenty-five to thirty years old would be making. But because you guys listen so young, it's so mm-hmm. ahead of the curve. So the states yeah. will get there. I'm yeah. sure. Of it. I'm sure. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> the process. Yeah. Um, yeah, before we dive into the music, because that's what it's all about, of course, I got one more question because I'm listening to you guys talk. You guys are obviously very smart and passionate guys. And what I wonder is you're both artists and label slash business owners. Mm-hmm. How do you combine that like creatively? And is it a difficult thing to have to kind of balance the best interest for the label and the best interest for yourself as a musician? I, yeah, I, I would say that's a. It's definitely a challenge um, because uh, kind of like what was mentioned a little earlier was, uh, you know, some labels base themselves solely around like one artist. That's kind of like the flagship, also the label owner and all this stuff. And I think that's the one thing that we've tried not to do is basically we want to make it about the sound, the music, the other artists that we have on board, and and you know do releases uh, with either us collaborating or individually, but like do those kind of few and far between more or less. So it's like the, the balance really is, is kind of hard um, just because you want to spend time working on the label and doing kind of the, the business focused stuff. But then there's also, you know, you want to spend time producing and whatnot. So it's, it's, it took a while to kind of calibrate that and, and find the time where it's like, you know, today I'm going to purely do like creative producing music sessions. And then other days you're like, now I'm in like label head side where I'm trying to you know, work on the business and do all that. Right. And I, th- I do think on the other side of that though, it's been beneficial for me, uh, 
just like helping develop a sound too. I know that's like a big thing for producers, right? It's like, I want a sound, I want a sound. But it's really ha- actually helped me like develop my sound into a little more specific because, I mean, I still have a pretty wide range of, of tracks. I mean, like me and Ramsey have some techno music out together and uh, I have a more like knee deep in sound type, type release coming out Friday. But for the most part, I'm primarily focusing on this minimal deep tech sounds, uh, which has been beneficial, like I said. But it, it's tough, you know, like you make a song, you're like, this is sick. I want to put it out on the label. But you realize like the label is not about us. It's about like the collective, you know. Yeah. So. Mm. And I think I think also uh, the the evolution of style is, is a interesting thing, too, because me, me as a producer, I'm kind of like a, a techno and tech house producer, more or less. And so I've always loved the kind of minimal and deep house sound, but I've I haven't produced as much in that space as I'm starting to kind of work on now. Mm-hmm. And so that's been good for me because it's given me exposure into other stuff. Um, and I've also, you know, started kind of more, more or less producing in that genre. So, um, you know, but eventually it comes to the crossroads of, you know, if, if I want to create a different alias, that's more like minimal focused to focus more on that brand versus one that's the techno one that's kind of affiliated with my regular artist self now. So it's, yeah, it's it's a it's an interesting balance and <laughs> it's evolving constantly. When it comes to a label, you have to focus, as you said, on the collective, but you have to find yourself as part of the collective as well. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a difficult mm-hmm. challenge, and I think yeah, you yeah. guys have been doing it really well so far. Yeah, it's Thank hard you. to balance Thanks. out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's get into the music. Let's listen to the first track. Which uh, should we start with your track, Kai? Uh, yeah, so this is going to be my track with Million. Let's give it a listen. Sounds a bit like Rossi, which Man, is one of your favorite producers. So mm-hmm. it's all blending together, huh? Love the snares. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Tell us a bit about this track. When is it getting released? What's the deal? Yeah, so this track is going to be on Basil Dar's label, Distance, um, and sometime in August. Um, 
I'm super happy to cross this one off my list. This has been one of my like, goal labels since I started producing like a year and a half ago. So it feels good to get this one out. And um, yeah, just when Million, Million originally had sent us an EP uh, mm -hmm. and he ended up signing it elsewhere, which is okay. Cause we got some good music from now yeah. anyway. But um, yeah, I was like, I really want to make music with this guy. So I noticed he has this like really nice funky sound and I thought it makes some cool music. So I sent him some stems and we finished this project in a couple of days. So it wasn't very long at all. But. Cool. Yeah, How did you? Because I know Million is based in the Netherlands, in Rotterdam, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, How he's did Rotterdam. You create this track. Together? Yeah. So for, for anyone who's not using uh, Splice Studio, if you're using the same DAW, like we're both using Ableton, we both have mm -hmm. Splice. Mm -hmm. Splice Studio is like such a life changer. You just upload the project to Splice, Splice, okay. and then you share it, and then whenever you save it, the other person can just open it where you were. So that's that's it. Mm. Really cool. So really cool. we never worked in real time, but it was just like throwing it back and forth until until we got it right. So awesome. Um, yeah. So we're gonna talk a bit about the music that's going on uh, with your label as well. Obviously, you had the VA that when when was it released? Last Monday. Yeah, last Monday. Last Monday. Yeah. So it was very fresh. It's been something yeah. on our mind since the beginning, and we yeah. only wanted it to be like what do we say eight tracks? Yeah, it started off as an eight track various artists compilation and then it it became a, a 24 track <laughs> various artists compilation <laughs> yeah man it's just crazy because like we just kept meeting so many cool people and just like getting so much good music that we're like man we just we can't turn this down and we this would be a great way for us to show off everyone on the label so mm -hmm. we just went with 24 tracks which was crazy because yeah we were super nervous because we we're like how do we push 24 tracks when we're just learning how to push you know two or three um mm -hmm. but man I woke yeah. up the other day and I looked at Beatport and I was like, holy crap. There's yeah. like 19, yeah. I think 19 of the tracks of the 24 were charting. And like Pausa yeah. charted Millions track, which was crazy for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, just yeah. like lots of support this early on just feels really good, man. And it's nice to know like these guys put their trust in a brand new label. Because, um, you know, producers work really hard in their music and they want to make sure it gets taken care of. So mm -hmm. for them to be able to trust us and for us to deliver like that, that's like, that's the best feeling for us, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we just want to see everybody's music do well, and we want everybody's music to get in the hands of as many DJs as possible so that it can be played out. Because it's all, it's just all so good. Mm -hmm. And that's why, mm -hmm. you know, we, yeah, we just want it to do well. And, and, and seeing, uh, seeing the charts today, uh, Millions and Artman's tracks are... They're four and five on hype, and they're yeah. about to be in top ten minimal, so, top, top ten minimal too, so... yeah. Um, it's, it's really exciting to see that stuff and just kind of, you know, uh, we're just continuing to push it and, and play these tracks out as much as possible. And, um, yeah, that's kind of been the, the, the journey of the VA so far. Yeah. Amazing. Is this the biggest release so far on the label? Yeah. By, by far. Yeah. 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 So by obviously far. the response yeah. has been great. You're telling us about it just now. It's going crazy in the charts. Uh, but I'm wondering what's the most valuable feedback you've gotten about this VA? as a project obviously positivity it's always good to hear but feedback is very interesting to hear as well what what's that been like hmm. feedback wise uh, do you know I, I think the best compliment yeah. i got was um like this is so different um like there's such a wide range of tracks that like we probably we probably for and dare itself would not have signed a lot of these by themselves but like as a va they work really well together and it's like i think the thing i realized with vas uh, before some before some toys was a lot of them are they're really good obviously everything there's a lot of good music out there but they're very similar and they all sort of sound very much the same 
Um, and the thing with this one is like you can noticeably tell the difference between them. There's a lot mm-hmm. of vibes. Like mm-hmm. there's some after hours vibes. There's some early like, you know, daytime pool party vibes. It's just. Uh, and then we've gotten a lot of feedback about that specifically, like the mm-hmm. wide range of tracks and and how it's like there's a lot of unique music on there too. Um, yeah. Like you can play these in a continuous mix at any part of the night and it's, you know, there there's something right. in there for everyone, which has been really good. I think feedback-wise, um, even just our own kind of, you know, retrospectively looking back at, you know, the the process that we took to get here. I mean, there's obviously for the for the next one, the volume two of the next summer sampler yeah you know we could we could probably be a bit more organized on the kind of processing and the, the getting the tracks mastered and the oh, organizational yeah. side of crazy of putting this all together because we were kind of flying by the seat of our pants on this one it was like oh that's a great track like we need that for the va it's right. like oh that's a great track so i think going into the next one you know planning it a little bit organization more is so key like yeah. that's such a yeah. big piece that we like i mean we're pretty organized guys in our day-to-day mm-hmm. life but like stuff like this it's just like when you're organized, it makes it so much easier, man. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of moving parts for something Sending, this big. Like, we would just get the tracks, send them up the mastering, and then our engineer would be like, well, I don't even know what's part of what anymore because it's all over the place. So, like, getting all the tracks and sending them all at once or sending them one by one or um, just, like, keeping track of who you got pre-masters from because I remember asking some of the artists for pre-masters. Like, I sent you that, like, four times. Yeah. And um, I'm like, oh, sorry, it's just a lot to do. So, like, getting everything at once and putting them in an organized place, like, maybe, like, a Google mm. Drive or a Dropbox yeah, like creating like deadlines and kind of making it a, like a more formalized process probably for the next one. Like that was probably one of our biggest learnings as well as setting up a lot of the promotional stuff in advance. I think that's that's a thing that, you know, for the next time we do this, that's going to be a big part of the planning process that we realized a little close to the release date. We're like, oh, shit, like we, we need to get this in this place and these people in this. And, you know, there's a deadline coming up. And so it's a lot tighter. If we did that dance along with everything else that it would be a little bit more fluid. It's all a learning curve and just things will do better next time. Yeah. We're happy with exactly. that. Oh, it turned out it turned out great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not But obviously we're our biggest critics. So. Big project that you do, right? It's it's all about improving along the way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we're always our own biggest critic. So probably from the outside looking in, it's yeah. you know, it look it's That's it's a good going well. That's a very good trade. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, obviously the VA has been huge, but there's a lot of stuff coming up as well. Um, we asked you guys, what's the, not favorite, because I know it's a difficult question to, to answer, but what's the track that you say, hey, this one is going to be out soon and this one is amazing. So yeah, you yeah. showed us, uh, or at least you chose uh, Ken Kelly thinking about you. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This kid's <laughs> awesome, man. He's uh, He's been producing for a long time. This is a new alias for him. Uh, he's based right here in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got this other alias, which is pretty kick-ass too. He's, yeah. he's, he sings, he plays all his instruments and stuff like that too in his track. So it's got a really nice vintage feel to it. So yeah, but yeah. I'll let the music talk first. Yeah, he's a talented musician and, and you know, we're excited to see these things coming out of him in the, the minimal space because there's a lot of big things to come from this guy.
Very nice track once again. Um, when or what about this track when you first heard it, you were like, we need this on our on our label. What about it? The vibe, of course, is very chill. And apart, aside from the fact that it's an amazing track, what aspect of it did you hear and say, this is for us? I just, I love the, the progression of the melody in the track. It's like super, super soothing. Um, vocals are great mm -hmm. in the track too. Yeah, the, the vocals what sold me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 100%. Uh, just very, very catchy. And uh, I think even though it's very chill, I do think it would work very well in a set as well, which I liked it too. It was like that for that reason specifically. Yeah. I like tracks that you can play in your home, relaxing, and tracks you can play when you're at the club as well. So the scene in the U.S. is going to be popping the coming years. So which art artists from the U.S. Should, should we be looking out for? As unbiasedly as possible. <laughs> I know they're on our label, but uh, uh, Christian Vistani and James Weiler, those are our are two workhorses man they yeah. are kick-ass like they've got some sick releases coming out uh, just really sound producers really technical they they're they know their stuff inside and out and their their mm. sounds are so so cohesive man it's like when you hear a james wyler track like you know it's him because of the bass when you hear a christian Bastani mm -hmm. track you know it's him because of his chords and his stabs and, and his percussion his swing is so sick man um mm -hmm. those, and, those two guys yeah i, I would say i would say that's that's definitely spot on i mean they're and their tracks are um you know, they're perfect for DJ sets too. And I think that's that's why, you know, we should really look out for them is because, you know, they make solid music, but also as DJs themselves as artists, like their sets are insanely good. And I think that combination of being, you know, a kick-ass producer, but also a great DJ, like those are the guys you got to watch out for. Yeah, Weiler mm -hmm. played a, so we had a, we had a launch party and we actually booked out Huxley to come over here. Uh, it was a fun time. Ooh, yeah. And, uh, we had Weiler open up, and I remember thinking, like during a set, like, oh, oh so man. good! And, like this set is unbelievable, and it's yeah. like just just opening, like yeah, and it just vi like from beginning to end, it just vibed. Yeah. And he was playing and a bunch that's of his the originals. Thing that makes a good and... DJ, in my opinion, like you know, you got to know what time you're playing, and they both know exactly what time they're playing. Like Christian closed that night, and Weiler opened, and you could tell, like it was just because they're opening, like the set was still super powerful and driving and clubby, but it was just perfect. It just set the stage mm -hmm. perfectly for everyone else, and Christian mm -hmm. closed it out perfect. Yeah. Nice. Um, so I, yeah, I would say those two for sure. I, another guy out of out of New York, I would say Mike Berardi is it? Oh my God, this guy is a character, <laughs> man. He is yeah. so crazy with his production. It's like, it's just like the most artistic music I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. um, we had a free download for him. It was a it was actually a Britney Spears edit. Yeah. Um, it's titled Slave. It's a free download. Everyone can go download if they want. But man, this kid sends me music. He makes like two songs a day. Yeah. And he'll send me it and I'll listen. I'll be like, this is like one of the best music I've ever heard. How long does it take you? It goes like two, three hours. Oh yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's super original. It's super avant-garde. And then when he, when he samples things, it's like, you know, it's things that you know, like sounds that you know, songs that you know, but you know, he weaves them in in such a way that you're just like, I, I did not see that coming. I don't know how you fit it in there, but it sounds fucking amazing. And it's amazing. not cheesy. Yeah. That's the most important part is it's not cheesy. Yeah. And he's he's a good DJ as well. And I, I think I think there's big things to come from him. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's coming out of Nervous well. Records too, I think. Mm -hmm. So he's got a bunch yeah. of stuff, yeah. We're going to check them all out. Very curious. It's yeah. funny that you say Alvin Gardner. Yeah, that's a great venue, man. It's one of the best yeah. stuff here. Yeah, we we can't wait till it opens back up. Yeah, man. <laughs> the Brooklyn Mirage sunset. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, it doesn't get better than that. That's like the know. that's like the venue everyone here wants to play. Like yeah. if you're a DJ, you want to play there. So yeah, Ramsey's played there before. Mm -hmm. uh, I was supposed to play there with uh, the big Elro show. Yeah, uh, with like mm. Bibby and Dennis Cruz and all that. But oh, it was going to be a lot of fun. So that's okay. Oh yeah, big things are coming in the next in the next six months to a year. I'm yeah. sure of it. I'm sure of it. 
All right, to, to, to stay in the U.S. vibe, uh, let's talk a bit more about what's going on there. Obviously, we know, everyone knows, Ultra, Coachella, you talk about them, the big names, but what are the big kind of uh, festivals and events in, the, in our scene going on there? Anything that you Good go question. to in particular? <laughs> yeah. Good question, man. Uh, to be honest with you, like in this specific scene, I can't even name one, can you? Yeah, I mean, there, I would say there's not necessarily like one kind of flagship event. There's definitely like stages sure. or certain club nights that, that have this kind of music. But like in terms of a big, you know, festival or event uh, in this scene in the U.S., there's, you know, you'll, you'll see sets from artists at like cross festival or, you know, mm -hmm. movement or things like that. But, you know, as as for a whole event, there's there's not like there's one. nothing like sun waves over here. There's nothing mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Like that's all minimal, like nothing like that. But work to you know, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hopefully we can be the ones to pioneer that. So awesome. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we're gonna go back to the music, and yes. we're gonna music. get to a question that's very difficult, especially when I ask you guys to combine this answer, which is your favorite house track of all time. I know it's difficult, especially when you have to combine it and pick one. Did you manage to do it though? There's there's too many good tracks. Yeah. That we like, yeah. Um, but yeah, "Callin" by Huxley. I think we we landed on as being a, a pretty. Pretty solid choice, yeah. Yeah, this like the breakdown of that track is so sick. Oh yeah, it's iconic. It doesn't get better. Can you hear me call? Club banger, a true. So strange we've never heard it. But. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why we never heard it. Very nice song. Next up is a thing we call the quick fire round. I don't even know if that's the correct name for it, but uh, yeah, let's just do let's just do it in this way. I'm just gonna say the question, and both you answer, and okay, we just cool. do it that way without you go first, yeah. and then I'll go. Right, Tell you me. can do it at the same time. That's funny as well. Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, all right, all right. we'll just put this in. Oh, yeah, let's do that actually. <laughs> all right, club or festival? Club. club. Producing or playing live? Oh. Producing. Playing live. Oh. Ooh. Good combination. Good combination. I'm starting, I'm starting to like the producing more, though. Ableton Logic or FL? Ableton. Ableton. 
favorite music genre outside ours? Hip hop. Yeah, hip hop. Definitely. Mm. Keeping it Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Dream location to play live. Ibiza. Yeah, Ibiza. For sure. ADE or Times Square. ADE. ADE. Yeah. ADE. Yeah. Easy, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, man, of course. Going yeah. international, uh, going overseas. Okay, okay, okay. Unless it was like a circle party in, or circle party in Times Square, then yeah. that would be sick. Mm. <laughs> I still think I still take ADE. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, Tomorrowland or Ultra? Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland, yeah. Actually, I don't nice. know. Ultra, Ultra, Ultra stepped their game up like a lot. Like the Carl Cox resistance. Yeah, the I don't know if you guys stage. have seen like the recent, like last year. It was crazy, man. So yeah, we've talked a lot about your label, of course, and what it's all about. But what's the future of the label? We've listened to some releases, of course, but what is the goal that you have for the label? I think my goal is to just like bring all these guys that we've found. Um, and just c grow together, man. Like mm -hmm. that's been mine and his vision for the entire thing we started. Like just build this little collective and grow together. So ideally, I mean, I'd like to. We've started talking to mm -hmm. someone potentially to to be our like booking agent to help book us out tours and stuff like that. So touring, yeah, touring with the label, USA, uh, Europe, uh, definitely South America. Yeah. I hear yeah. these stories of people who play in South America and they're like, they just. <laughs> They just love it Next there, man. Yeah. yeah, man. So tour, yeah, touring, touring, definitely, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say also throwing in like a live event component would be like, you know, being able to throw a label showcase or label event in, you know, other places in the U.S., but also, you know, growing that into other places internationally. Um, you know, having, having the artists on the label tour, but also doing like our own events in certain cities around the world, I think is kind of something there, but also releasing consistently you know and probably increasing the number of releases over the next year right. year and a half and then just kind of keeping that output and then you know making sure that our music is in the hands of every right. everyone I in think the scene. right now we're doing uh, about once a month and we're trying to move up to three uh once every three weeks and the goal eventually is every other week but mm -hmm. uh, we just want to make sure everything we're putting out is quality right so yeah i, I just and also i think once a week is too much Personally, uh, it doesn't give enough like um, spotlight on the release from that one artist who previously just released. Uh, it's kind of just cycling through tracks and they're, they're not special. Mm -hmm. So obviously we're still new, you know, so like it's easy to do. But, you know, if you do it once a month, you remember exact releases like um, and we always use the example of Piv, but like Piv doesn't release that much. But mm -hmm. I can know all the releases, man. But you got some of those those labels. Um, I love Yostra. They put out some really nice music. Uh, yeah. I, just, I can't keep up with their releases, man. And so I can't. I can't believe they get that much good music. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and and I have a lot of their music. I love it. I just I can't keep up. It's a lot. But yeah. great label. Not nothing wrong with what they're doing. That's just not how we want to operate. Um, mm -hmm. You know, once a month, every three weeks, and maybe every two weeks eventually. Yeah. So when the when the minimal deep scene is like expanding in the states, would you guys like to become a booking agency as well? Because I think there's a lot of talent you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's kind of that that's something that we're, you know, we're we're hoping to to progress and kind of be the, yeah. you know, the name that's associated with the minimal scene in the U.S. and right. kind of really be able to curate lineups on events and and oh, yeah. be able to, basically, in in the same way that we empower our artists, you know, to release on our label and and give them a platform, we want to be able to do that on the booking side too, mm -hmm. and and really, you know, get them booked at every major awesome minimal event. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
Imagine yeah, going to the stage, Rafi, and there's like minimal everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dream. That'd be awesome, man. In future. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a while, I think, but um, we're we're definitely ahead of the curve. I, I think there's about I think there's four four U.S. labels that are doing that. It's this mm -hmm. right now. It's us, uh, Rossum Deep, which is run yep. by Tom Greco, doing an amazing job. They just had that number one, um, and then uh, we have Slightly Sizzled White, which is run by our friend Cricket, and then mm -hmm. uh, there's another guy named Jason Eason. He runs all that. I think that's in. I don't know where that is, but that's it's, really the only yeah. four I can think of here that are mm -hmm. doing this style of music. So, yeah, um, it's important we're like friends with them and stuff, and, and all work together. So yeah, because that's I mean the goal within our label, but also everywhere is just to try to work with everybody to grow together, grow the scene. You know. Yeah, I mean collaboration is what it's all about. We talked about it with Artman in, in the previous podcast about how all the Dutch DJs collaborate on music, and that's one of the reasons why this scene is growing so much because yeah. it's all about creating the best music and not about competing. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Collaborate over compete, especially in, in this music. There's just too many people to compete. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah. I mean, I can't even count the amount of producers I know nowadays. And it's every day, every week, someone new will message me like, hey, I'm starting to produce. Do you have any tips? It's like, wow. It's great. Has it been difficult to create that kind of collaborative vibe in the U.S.? Because, I don't know, the U.S.? Mm -mm. No, man. You would think it's very competitive, right? I know. Yeah, no, but surprisingly, yeah. man, everyone here is so down to work together. Like, yeah, it's nice. so awesome, bro. I love it. Everyone's always like, we have a we have a group chat set up for all of our artists, mm -hmm. and people are always putting in like remix requests or collaboration requests, or just like, hey, I have a release out here, and everyone's like, oh, great, we could do like support swap. So we'll buy their track, we'll you'll buy our track, and it's just really nice to see we're all working together because that's mm -hmm. really is the only way because yeah. it's such a small niche here right now. So exactly, you can't like, do it alone. Yeah, because the electronic scene just in general is fairly small in the U.S. I mean, obviously growing on the you know on the EDM side, it's it's big and all that, but because the the more or less underground side of things is relatively small, everybody's trying to help each other out. Like it's it's not big enough for there to be tons of competition in, in the sense of like you know trying to you know stiff somebody or, or or not give them the opportunity. I think that's the best part about it is that you can hit somebody up that you meet online or you meet at a show, and they're gonna you know. Like they're gonna help you out. You can help them out. You can collaborate. Like people are just very open. Um, I can't. I can't say the same about potentially other scenes, but within the underground scene here, it definitely yeah. mm -hmm. is very collaborative. All right, let's get back to the music because we still have them here at Ramsey's release, which right. is a remix, if I'm not mistaken. It yes. Is. Yep. Yeah. It is a remix right. of Kyle's track, uh, Suave. It's called Suave. Suave, yep. Coming out on floor 13 in October. 20. Yeah, I think it's October. Yeah. And I, actually, we just got news that we're going to print it vinyl. Mm -hmm. So I'm oh, super excited. Oh. I've, ne yeah. I've never... You've got to send uh, a copy over. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> we will. Uh, that's like always like a big achievement. I know people are looking to do is to get themselves on, on vinyl. And to, to be able to do this this early on um, is yeah. really... Yeah, we're excited really about it. Yeah. And we have uh, two other remixes on there, too. But we'll just mm -hmm. focus on, on Ramsey's.
remix what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was kind of my first dive into the the lo-fi space. I've always really liked it, and I like listening to it. Um, but I'd never really, you know, attempted to produce much in that space other than kind of messing around here or there. So I'm I'm really happy with the way it turned out. Um, you know, it was it was definitely a lot of experimentation, but it, I think it, it it turned out nicely. I love this track, and it's very different. It's very different because it's a different style, and of course, it's a remix mm -hmm. that you made for your label partner. Tell us how that uh, happened. So yeah. I just had this single track by itself called Suave, and I just sent it over to this guy who hit me up through another friend, and he liked the track, and I didn't have a B-side for it, and I, I've been very busy with projects lately, and like, I have this problem of over-committing to projects, which I think a lot of producers do. Um, so I was like, I really didn't have time to, to make another one. So I thought, I was like, let me see if I could bring some of the guys with me. So I have Ramsey remixing it. I asked him, like, can I bring a couple guys from Andera to remix? So I have Ramsey mixing it, remixing, and I have Christian Bustani and James Weiler did a collab remix. And then the other guy, Mike Berardi, we were telling you about, he has the other remix. So it's one track with three remixes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and then and when he asked me to do it, I was trying to figure out kind of the right angle to take on the track and kind of the way I wanted to interpret it. And... Uh, I mean, just just listening to the to the vocal element that's in the track, uh, as well as some of the melodic elements, I was like, I think this could be a really cool uh, lo-fi take on the track. Um, and then I was listening to some of the other stuff that had come out on Floor 13, and I was like, oh, they've you know they've done some lo-fi stuff in the past, so let me let me just give this a go. And um, and yeah, just started experimenting with you know different sounds and you know making it more crunchy and and saturating the fuck out of everything and it, it kind of <laughs> yeah i love this yeah. label man like they're like they're not too big but like they've got some really killer releases on there like definitely yeah. have some yeah. stuff in my crate in my library from them um and i highly suggest everyone checks out floor 13 definitely. really nice guy named lucas runs it uh it's a united states ba united states based label down i think it's Orlando. Uh, yeah or miami one of the two yeah yeah it's down there. in florida but mm -hmm. really nice guys man so yeah um tell us something that you uh, think hasn't been mentioned yet in this episode? Is there something you want to say to the Dutch community here listening and or just anyone really? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, definitely. This is thank you to the Dutch, man. You guys are yeah. just fueling. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. man. Like yeah. you guys are fueling this 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 amazing sound that yep. no one else is doing. Um, and the inspiration that's coming out of there for all of us here in the U.S. or probably everywhere in the world uh, it, within the minimal scene is, you know, we're, we're watching and learning and, and taking notes as much as we can. Yeah. It's um, funny when we get a, when we get a demo, <laughs> we can tell if they're Dutch immediately. Yeah. If you don't know who they are, just, just the way the production, the way the yeah. percussion and this, just like the production quality, the warmth of the tracks the warmth, too yeah. is like, it's hard to describe. Yeah. But, but we know, we know mm -hmm. as soon as we hear it, I'm like, Oh, this has got to be a Dutch guy. Yeah. And yeah. I'll look up. It's someone from, from <laughs> Netherlands, yeah, you guys are, mm -hmm. are crushing over there. So I just want to say thank you to the Dutch people for that. Yeah, and just keep uh, keep it coming. Too. Yeah, other than <laughs> other than that, man, like we're we're open to working with people. Like even though we are a collective based label, like we're very open minded. You know, if anyone's interested in working with us, whether it be on a release, um, or you have any ideas that you want to collaborate with us on, yeah. So uh, I'm very active on on Instagram. Um, I, I would be more than happy to talk to anyone. I'm very, I always answer everybody. You know, you can message me on my Instagram. It's at Kai William Music, K-Y-W-I-L-L-I-A-M Music. Um, or you can message Ramsey too. Yeah, yeah, it's at uh, Ramsey.Neville, R-A-M-S-E-Y dot Neville on Instagram. Yeah, we, we really pride ourselves in being um, accessible. And I think that's something that a lot of people in the scene uh, 
are not or or yeah or just like aren't, mm -hmm. aren't as accessible or open to, to having conversations and like that's something that we both love to do and so i think that's you know the the huge thing that we want to just let everybody know is like hit us up like just talk to know, us let's, let's chat let's hang let's do just something because we don't like and i have guys that like and even girls who have sent us music who like I, we didn't sign it doesn't mean we, i don't want to be friends with you like you took an interest in us like mm -hmm. i want to take an interest in you that's if you guys, t if they take the time out of their day to, to do something for us, like, you can bet your ass we're going to make sure we, we keep in touch with you and hopefully eventually get you out in the label one day. Like, we're so about that. Positive yeah. energy. That's yeah, it's, about it's all about the Exactly. It's yeah. all positivity. It's all collaboration. That's really the, the main thing here. Mm -hmm. And what about the label? Uh, where can we find the label online? We're everywhere, man. Mm -hmm. Beatport, SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram. If you just type Andera, the only place we're not Andera Records is Instagram. Is yeah. it's uh, on Instagram? It's Andera Rex. Other than that, we're on Facebook as Andera Records. Just search us. We're everywhere, man. Um, it shouldn't be too yeah. hard to find us. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah anywhere your music can be found yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i really really love your energy i love the vibe you're creating and i i will not be surprised if you guys grow exponentially rapidly and just gonna kill it in the u.s mm -hmm. in new york i really really yeah i love your your energy yeah man so genuine yeah thanks thanks yeah. well yeah, we thanks really appreciate you guys having us yeah. on here and uh, it was it was really nice talking to you guys it's a nice yeah, breath of so fresh much. air to 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 have someone doing like a talking podcast versus mm -hmm. just mixes this is great so yeah keep it going thanks a lot guys thank you so much for doing this and we're you know this is not the last that we're gonna hear from you <laughs> for sure. absolutely awesome thanks guys thanks a lot and stay safe of course